Whether they was in the house or online, they judging. I don't know about that. I don't know because I know my situation. You know, I know how I feel. And that's, that's okay. You know, as long as we don't step into the place of judge, jury, and executioner. Right? Because that's, that's sometimes, that's what gets us in trouble. Amen. We, we decide, amen, we're going we gonna to decide, okay, I'm going to judge it. I'm going to decide. I'm gonna, I'm, first, I'm going to say a judgment requires that there be an infraction. Right. right? Before there's any judgment, there has to be a wrong or an infraction or something done, amen, that we don't agree with or that's just flat out not right, amen, according to not just our feelings and our opinions, but according to what? The word of God. See, that's our measure. That's got to be our measuring stick. Amen. It's not what I say, you know, or, or what you say or feel, but it's what the word of God says. You know, because there's been times in my life, amen, and I'm sure in yours too, that there's been times that the word, we didn't necessarily agree with what the word was saying. Amen. Because why? Then we, we had to grow and realize that because I don't agree, that doesn't mean God's going to change His mind. He's not going. He's not going to say, "Oh, well, he or she don't agree." So let me let me rewrite that. Let me let me change that. No, He said what He meant, and He meant what He said. Amen. He's not going to take it back. Amen. So we we got to recognize that. So we we need to. See, okay, so when the Lord is speaking to us and, and he's telling us that what our responsibility is in the word of God, then we need to understand, you know, he says exactly what he meant. Amen. amen. He did not equivocate. Amen. He didn't, you know, back down. His word does not contradict itself. You know, so, so it's up to us to do the work to understand what he's really saying. Amen. Because he was very clear in warning us about judging people and especially about judging who our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Amen. He said, who are you to do what? Judge another man's servant. See, none of, none, none of, none, none of the people you're judging is your servant. Right. And he said, and especially if they're in the kingdom, they're his servants. And he let us know, amen, at the end time, he's going to do the separating, amen, and he's going to send his reapers who are, it's not us, but the one, the scripture we looked at last Sunday, he said it was the angels that he was going to do, he was going to send them to do the separating because they're going to do exactly what he said to do when the time is right. So it's never our responsibility to pull, to separate the wheat from the tear. And what I said, be careful lest you become the tear. And the tear that you think is a tear become the wheat because they've repented and you, you still written them off and you still judge them and you, you know, see, see, we can become the executioner without killing them naturally. Amen. We execute our judgment by saying, you know what, I'm done with them. I'm going to cut them off. Stay away from them. I'm going to tell other people about them. Warn other people about, should I say it like that? Warn other people about them. You know, so so we 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 we're executing our judgment against them when we choose a course of action because of what we believe or think about the person. You have become the judge. You've came up with a verdict of guilty, and now you've executed or exercised the sentence that you will no longer be in my life. 
Y'all quiet. Yeah, but we do these things, amen, and, and, and I, that's why I feel like this is important that we, we get it, we understand it, and we say, you know what, let me check myself. You know, that goes back to the last passage that we read in Matthew where he said, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at the speck in your brother's eye, you know, while you got a moat in your eye, amen, and oftentimes the moat that's in our eye is our judgment. See, so if we can get rid of that, that judgmental spirit, amen, that would want to come upon us, amen, now we can help them with their true issue, amen, which is what our job really is. But see, when we do that, amen, we got to say, okay, if I tell somebody they're wrong, amen, sometimes we're reluctant to approach people. This is the other side of it, because why? We've misconstrued what the Lord said. He said, don't judge them, so I can't even tell them they're wrong. Because it thinks it, it seems like uh, that that I'm judging them, but people need correction. Amen. People need correction. Amen. And we're going to look at what the word says concerning that. But when we do that, see, when we when we go and we correct somebody, have you ever went to somebody and they took you to correct them and you they tell you, "Don't judge me." Amen. Stop judging me. Are you just being judgmental? You know, that's for two reasons. Amen. They don't want to receive correction. That's right. That's right. And they do want to shut you down. They want to flip the script on you. <laughs> to say, no, and this is right now, you're the one that's wrong. Right. You know, you're the one that's, that ain't got no business passing it. God is my judge. Right. Even though you're going to them, Amen. Because they're creating an infraction in their life that does not line up with the word of God. The word has already judged their action. And you're going there for what? Let's, let's see what the word says. You know, because when that happens, it's kind of like I, I talked about the cancel culture and all that last week a little bit. But see, when, when people do that to you, it's, it's like using the R word. Amen. In, in today's culture. Amen. If someone is, you know, coming against or not agreeing with somebody. No matter what it is, it seems like all of a sudden they're racist, right? So the first thing you you call someone a racist, the first thing they're gonna do is try to prove that they're not racist. So you you just flip the script, amen, because then no one wants to be labeled as a racist, right? Well, not most people anyway. I'll say it that way. Don't want to be labeled that way. So that's another way of, of flipping the script and, and, and shutting us down, amen. So therefore, you know, they begin to bend over backward to prove that you're wrong. So, and sometimes we do the same thing. We want to say, well, I, I, I'm not being judgmental, but I, and, and we lose the course of action that God has given us to take in that person's life, amen. But most people, you know, don't like correction. How many of us in here really like to be corrected? I mean, sometimes you can learn to love correction when it's coming right, amen, when it's done right, and it's, you know, for your good, and you have humbled yourself enough to recognize that it is for your good, that this person loves me, and they're not trying to hurt me, but they're trying to help me, amen, so let's think about that, but let's look at our responsibility. We're going to start looking at in Galatians, the sixth chapter, verses one through three, says this, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, let me stop there for a minute. There's a condition 
that he jumps on right away. Ye which are spiritual. You can't go to somebody in your own flesh with your own opinion. Amen. But you need to go to them in the spirit of God, being led by the spirit. So he says, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. So he's saying, go to them in it with a spiritual mind and with a meek, humble spirit. Not going to them, you know, as though you're looking down on them. Or you're upset with them or you're angry about them. No, no, no. He's, that's not how he's saying go. He said, we have a responsibility. If we see them overtaken in the fault, to go to them to restore that one. See, so when we go to them with meekness and humility, when we go to them with that mind, we're going to them with one purpose in mind. And it's not to let them know how bad they are. It's to restore them. To restore them. Amen. And this is why he said, he said, considering thyself. Uh-huh. Now, this is the other side of this, what he's saying in this restoration. Considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Now, what you might be tempted to do. <laughs> what do you know? What's that? Say again. Amen. The very thing you're going to do. You'd be tempted to. Can I just drop one word in there? A couple words in there? A couple words. You'd be tempted to judge them. Huh? Lest you be tempted to kick them to the curb. Huh? You'd be tempted to write them off. I mean, you say, you know, lest you be tempted, you know, to think that you're better than they are. See, because, see, they're part of your body because we're all in the body of Christ. We're not bodies of Christ. You know, so if, if, we, if one member is hurting, amen, it affects all of us. Man, how many times have you heard people say, if that's being a Christian, I don't want to be one. See, one person might have done something wrong because they was having a bad day, but they just wrote off the whole church. Because it affects us all. One pastor falls or someone in leadership falls. I told you them churches were no good. See, see so we're lo- when we're wrong 